We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, here we are recording on a Monday night. And I say that because we just got done doing our Disney sing-along. And I know yes. a lot of our listeners came on. I uh, got to see a lot of kids, a lot of cool backdrops. It was a lot of fun. So this is something we're going to keep going through this quarantine time of our lives. And so, yeah, Monday yeah. nights doing the Disney sing-along. At uh, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central. That makes it 5.30 Mountain and 4.30 Pacific for those that don't understand time zones like Derek. It, it's true. You texted me and I'm like, yeah, we're going to be ready in five minutes. So, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's definitely changed it up, moving it back a little bit. But I really enjoyed everyone that came on. Yeah. If you're listening right now and you are a part of it, it was a lot of fun seeing all the kids sing, dance. So look on social media. That means you have to like us, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Rope Drop Radio. And then you'll know for next time how to get on that Zoom call. Yeah, we'll post it Sunday night, Monday during the day. Somewhere in there, watch for the the little code you put in for the meeting and then the password. And then uh, when you come on, you're muted. Just so you know, you sing at home nice and loud, but nobody has to hear you. Yeah. No one yeah. can hear Doug sing. That's a good thing. You can hear Derek. That's not a good thing always. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Check that out. Another housekeeping thing. Doug, we have nine Nine new Patreons this last week. Nine. A new record. Uh, Definitely a huge shout out to Kent Mullins, who put together one heck of a Patreon show that people are uh, latching on to. He talked about some fast pass strategies. I'm not going to give anything away because we have nine new Patreons this week. Hopefully another nine next week. But uh, definitely thank you to everyone who's joining the World Drop Radio community. We'll keep cranking out the content on there yes. every week we do an after show and that's what you get and then some so this week we have i'm going li- to list them all out so thank you to nicole mike and cit lacy david cole real another nicole lacy david oh i think some of these popped up oh, twice and then yeah. of course our buddy ricardo and chris witchery melissa and Jill Reader. There you go. So yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, a lot of people. Patron, the Patreon website is annoying on the uh, creator side. Just gonna say it. But we thank you, every one of you guys who are supporting the show, getting the bonus content. Of course, Kent Mullins' huge episode and uh, everything else, uh, just the interactions. We get the messaging, the people asking questions. We love it. You are keeping this kind of Disney lull. Uh, you know, keeping us happy about it, even though the parks aren't open. So we love our rope drop community. We have over 40 Patreons now, Doug. So seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you for supporting the show. Yeah, and uh, we've added recently anniversary gifts. So if you're a patron for 12 months, you're going to get a gift in the mail. Those are 
boxed up, ready to go after the first. So on the first, we'll be headed to the post office to send those out. Everything works a month in delay with Patreon. So, um, yeah, look for anniversary gifts if you've been with us for a year on there. So that's awesome. Thank you to those people as well. Yeah, thank you very much. And we have a kind of a crazy show tonight, so we're going to skip over the reviews for a minute. Uh, Keep leaving those because we'll end up reading, I don't know, like five next week because we're definitely about 10 reviews behind. Speaking of reading. Oh, reading. I was going to get to that, but yes. Doug, have you been doing a lot of reading during this? I love how our segues have become a joke within the Twitter and our Uh Patreons who make fun of our segues. So thank you guys. Wow. Reading, Doug. You mentioned reading. I had to. Yes. I have not read a single book during this quarantine. I should. Definitely should. I, I, I might have. I don't know. I have three kids. I don't have any time. I'm physically holding a book. Does that count? I, I get. Do you sleep with it and it kind of absorbs the knowledge? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. I don't. No, I don't read, Derek. So, because of that, I have a daughter that reads endlessly. Um, so, we have brought on Samantha McKnight, the four time defending champion of Battle of the Books. Soon to be five, yes. Soon to be five, if it happens. Robbed of her fifth try, I might say. No, no, no. They're, they're still doing it. How, oh, sure. It's not the same online, but we'll just go with five time champion of Battle of the Books. Samantha McKnight is here to uh, do a book interview for us because I don't know how to read. So say hello, Samantha. Hello. All right. And. On the other side of the interweb, joining us today is the one, the only, Aaron Goldberg. Welcome. Hello, hello. hello. Yes, so we have brought Aaron on to talk about his latest book, which isn't brand new because we've been really slow about getting Aaron on to talk about this. It's Meet the Disney Brothers, and it's a, a young reader book or youth book. Middle grade. Middle grade. Middle grade is what the, the, the fancy folks call it. Middle grade. So, Aaron, about my reading level. I got it. Yeah, it's what I should be reading right now is what you're saying. So, Aaron, why don't you just give us a little synopsis of the old Meet the Disney Brothers? So, it is basically a, well, you know, it's basically a biography for kids about Walt Disney. Um, but you can't fully tell Walt's story without including Roy. Um, So I wanted to put together something for, you know, kids and and basically anybody. So, you know, it's an easy read, even if you're an adult, just ignore the the amazing illustrations. Um, But basically it tells a story of, of, you know, Walt and Roy, how they started. Um, And it basically goes from, you know, from 1901 when Walt was born to 1971 to when Roy dies. Um, it tells the story of, you know, their, their hard work, the struggles that they they encountered along the way. And, and you know, it's sort of, a, you know, a, a good story. Um, and it, it, it sort of started very randomly. I came across a um, I came across a Wall Street Journal article when I was doing research for one of my other books. Um, and it said back in 2001, Disney was doing research um, and they would actually survey um, kids in the park. And they asked, they would ask who, you know, who's Walt Disney? Did you ever hear Walt Disney? And so many of the kids thought he was a made-up character. Um, yeah, they, you know, the, this was around the time of Walt's 100th, uh, 100th birthday. Um, they just didn't know he was real. They thought he was somebody along the lines of, 
you know, Betty Crocker or, you know, Ronald McDonald. Um, I, I just kind of think that's, you know, it's pretty amazing. And some of the responses actually um, to the research were, were kind of funny. Like, some, you know, one of the kids says, oh, we, you know, he lives, uh, he lives with Mickey, he's, he's Mickey Mouse's best friend and they live in, you know, they live in the parks. Another one said he invented Florida. Um, I thought it was kind of cute. But yeah, so here we are. Meet the Disney Brothers. Now, to follow up with this, you, it, it's very, I've read books about the Disney Brothers and it's very geared towards adults. How are you gearing this towards the uh, middle and younger readers? Um, I just try to distill it down. You know, I just try to make it simple, um, light, easy. And I brought forth a lot of the stories or a lot of the um, anecdotes over the years between Walt and Roy, um, sort of just emphasizing and stressing um, the whole family dynamic, um, working together, persevering through failure, things like that. Um, things that are a little, you know, maybe understated in other books that I sort of brought brought out to the forefront of this book. Awesome. All right. So we're going to bring on our expert reader, Battle of the Books champion, Samantha. And now she has questions for you. Good. Ready? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm All gonna right. Here we go. Uh, why did you decide to start the story in Chicago instead of Marceline like most books? Because I didn't even know that you was born in Chicago. I feel like I've failed as a parent. Yeah, yeah I'm right very there. disappointed in you, Doug. <laughs> You've been to Marceline. How do you not know this? Did you skip over the first few things? No. Okay, you don't anyway. skip the first chapter. All right. <laughs> Doug, there's lots of shame coming your way, my friend. Yep. I agree. I am embarrassed. I should have vetted these questions better. As well, you should be. You should be embarrassed. Um, I, I started with um, Chicago because that's where he was born. Um, and I, I backtracked to basically, um, you know, his uh, Walt's parents getting married and you know, giving birth to, to Walt. Actually, I think it, I, I mentioned all the brothers, all the siblings and the daughter. But yeah, so we started in Chicago where basically it all started for, for Walt. I would like to interject real quick here, Samantha, that, come on, you knew that like Walt's, is it his mom's mom is from Northeast Kansas and her last name is Richardson, which is where like your mother's family is from and also named Richardson. Come on. Well, that's the problem with reading little kids' books in second grade. You don't remember it all, and also it just skips over the unimportant. All right, this one doesn't skip. Good to know. <laughs> Keep firing away, Sam. Oh, what inspired you to write the story about the brothers instead of just Walt? Uh, I think I think Roy is very much um, underrated in the whole story. Um, doesn't get a lot of credit, and and I think if I. You know, by, for a lot of reasons, that's the way he wanted it. He wasn't one for the limelight. He wasn't one to seek out attention or cameras or things like that. Um, but he was so crucial. I mean, without Roy finding the finances over and over and over, there really would be, you know, so many of these dreams would not have come to fruition. I think I said in, I think I said in, in the end of the book, you know, if, if Walt Disney is the biggest dreamer, then Roy Disney is the biggest dream maker. Something Ooh, along those lines. I like that. Nice. It's, 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 it's the last paragraph. It's something. It, I don't have the book in front of me. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. like that. I just read it. Impressive. There we go. Yeah, she reread it today to prep. And Doug and Derek did not read it at all to prep. That's all right. Just putting it out yes. there. It's an, it's, hey, it's an audio book. You can listen. I Ooh, that, I um, could do that. Yeah. It's like my sixth book over quarantine, so. Wow. That's it impressive. didn't take much effort. Good for you. She reads a lot. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Got to give her the, got to give her the Disney story. She's she's read your other books already. Did she? Oh, Years ago. 
years ago. Wow. Yeah. I guess I got to start writing then. I got to I got to get okay, another one go. out there. Got to get her something else to read, please. Got to keep Samantha busy. Okay. How did you decide what to include in the book, even if I can't read my own writing? Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did you decide what to include in the book, even if most books haven't ever touched on it, like the Chicago thing? Um. You know, that's that's a good question because I toyed with not including the strike when the studio went on strike. Um, I, I toyed with not including that, but I figured it really had to be in there. Um, it, it, you know, and it's hard to distill down because there were so many topics, but, I, you know, I just sort of picked like the most monumental things in my head at the time, which I could, you know, try and fit in, you know, 100 pages in a book. So, you know, obviously Snow White, I, I picked a lot of the major you know, the major accomplishments that sort of set the tone and made the studio and the company progress forward. But I didn't want, I also wanted to show both sides of the point. So like the, the strike had to be in there. I didn't want to just, you know, gloss over that whole thing that there, there were issues at the time. Okay. Yeah. I also liked the part where you mentioned uh, Walt, I can't talk, Walt uh, painting uh, badges of honor during World War II, World War One onto his friends for money. Just, yes. I've never heard that. That's a cool story. Yeah. I, you know what? I bet you there's another one in there. I opened up, I think the book opened up with, with um, Walt used to wet the bed. That's another story that most people don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It makes and me Roy, feel better. Wait, and, and Roy's, Roy and Walt shared a bed. So Roy used to say that he's, you know, been peed on by a genius. Because they would, they would share the bed because Walt would wet it when he was a little boy in Marceline. There it is, page one. Yeah. Actually, not even page one. We got VII. Got to open up strong, you know. Yeah. Got to grab them while you can. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and if you're a little, if you're a little kid and you're still wet in the bed, you got, you know, there's got to feel a little bit good about things, you know. Walt wet in the bed. Yeah, no, I yeah. like it actually. Yeah. You know, when mom's mad, she's changing sheets again. Look, mom. Yeah. Walt did this. I. I yeah. I could be the next Walt Disney. There we go. I'm gone. Yes. Yeah. It's not eat like Walt, it's pee like Walt, right? So you can just pee like uh, Walt. <laughs> hashtag someone on the Twitter universe, please hashtag pee, pee like Walt for pee like Walt. Aaron and yeah. Rope Drop Radio for us. Pee I like feel like Walt. I feel like I just I just went we we're working blue tonight. I feel like we just went right down a bad hole real quick. I like it. All right, Sam, get us back going with another one of your questions. How did you get harder points like worker strikes and difficult childhoods and bankruptcy across to a younger audience? Well, these questions are awesome. That is a good question. That's a great question. That's why she's asking them, not us. Yeah, this is this is this one's really tough. Um, wow, how did I get it across? I just tried to make it as you know. I don't want to say simple because you know, young young folks and young readers aren't simple minded. They're maybe just not too worldly or experienced with with the ways of the world yet. But I just tried to uh, paint the picture very broad and you know show both sides of the coin. And just I didn't want to go too deep. Um, but just give enough to to show that, you know, not everything was always smooth for Walt and Roy, especially when it came to labor relations and money and things like that. And it's still not smooth for the Walt no. company. Yeah. So why did you decide to add Roy's quotes and opinions to some of Walt's crazier ideas? I thought it showed a good it, it showed the dynamic between the two between the two brothers. So they were, obviously they were business partners, um, but they were brothers first. And I think it, it sort of showed an interesting dynamic 
between the two of them and what went on that it wasn't, you know, what would say, I, you know, I want this. And, it, you know, there was, there was most times there was resistance or pushback to whatever he wanted to do, whatever funding he needed or wanted. And I thought it was interesting because you, again, you usually would, would only hear Walt's side of the story or Walt, you know, Walt's, you know, grandiose plans, but there's always Roy lurking in the background saying, Hey, we don't have the money for this. This is crazy. It's not going to work. And I, and I thought you get a good, uh, you sort of get a little sample of that relationship by hearing both quotes. I might have to read this, Derek. I think I so. Yep. Doug, you could, Doug, you could literally knock it out in like 45 minutes. Right? Could... So, man, how long did it take? Uh, it took me probably less than 45 yeah. minutes. Well, yeah. It you... might take him a few weeks. Oh, oh Doug. Doug. Can't argue. I mean, That's your kin insulting you. Yeah, that's usually who does the most right i mean yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we can't get in trouble for it what we're like half a person i'm half the same person as him. It works. That, that is true genetics <laughs> so aaron i'm gonna follow up with this question what with uh so i have a eight six and a two-year-old what is it like to be able to as a parent to read this book to kids Ooh, you know what i'm not a parent i can read it to my dogs but I think I get a lot of feedback that it's a wonderful thing. It's sort of like a bridge to other things. Um, you know, I, and so many people take, you know, a, a big part of all of our lives is going to the park. So I, I think I heard from a, a bunch of folks who, you know, it was a, a good opportunity to sit down and have a little bond over um, the Disney brothers. And actually, I, I have, there's one person in mind. Uh, um, I, I, he's somebody on Twitter. Uh, I don't know if you, the Disney Index Project. His name's Harold. He, he, you have to follow his account. His account's awesome. Posts so much stuff. Um, but Harold was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to read this book because my son just doesn't get my love for Disney. And I'm thinking that if I get my son to read it, maybe he'll understand me a little bit more. Uh, I thought that was nice. Very I think cool. a, lot yeah, of our, I... a lot of our rope droppers have little kids, so be great I, to read. Yeah, definitely. Shout out. Go buy it from our link, of course, and read it to your kids at night. All I right. agree. All right, Sam, back to your questions. Since the children's book can only be so long, what was your favorite thing that you had to cut? Or a heart-wrenching thing? Um, I really wanted to talk more about the World's Fair in 1964. Um, I wanted to talk more about the World's Fair. I wanted to talk more about Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is probably my favorite Disney movie. Um, But I, I, you know, there was only, I really was trying to get to 100 pages and that was it. So, they sort of were on the chopping block and, and I touched on briefly on both of those stories. Um, but you know, it got, it got so hard because then it would end up if I would including them, I would have to sacrifice parts of, you know, Disneyland and Disney world. And I really didn't want to do that. So how was the way you researched for this book different from your adult books? This one was pretty easy. I didn't have to research much because I sort of covered a lot of the material in other books. So I just sort of repurposed and streamlined it down, um, if that makes any sense. You know, the Disney story starts with the creation of Mickey Mouse. Um, So, you know, I I didn't cover much of Walt's life and and how he got to Mickey Mouse. So I really had to go back to that point and clean up the story and make it a little bit um shorter and briefer in order for it to be fit to the kids book but then after mickey mouse i sort of just pulled a lot of the research from my my other books and same thing with you know using information from the parks and the wonders of walt disney world things like that 
Yeah, I was reading your bibliography and noticed that your own book was in it, and it's, it was genius. Thank you. I, I did use a lot of the information. Genius, she says. Genius. I love it. She's the smart one in the family, so yeah, she always has her A game. Her, yeah. I beat them all by like a hundred points in Scrabble yesterday. So yes. oh wow. Well, <laughs> I didn't play, so I would therefore you did not beat me. Oh. If anybody's had any written communication with me ever, they know I cannot spell. So, no, I yes, I, mean, I, I know that, and just, Michelle, who's listening to this, knows that very well. Just follow our Twitter, and you know why I cannot spell. So but you yeah. can fill a you can fill a cavity. So that's all that really matters. I can when the government allows me to. Yep. So. Maybe even do a root canal here and there. Who needs to spell when you can do a root canal, right? Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I got your back, Doug. Don't worry. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks. Of course. All right, Sam. I told you we're family. This is this is appearance number three. We're you know. That's right. That's yeah. right. Even though his family's only been on here twice. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Why did you include She's a fun fierce. fact section? <laughs> I'm sorry. Say it again. Why did you include a fun fact section about the parks? Uh, I I thought the I love that's probably one of my most favorite part of the book parts of the book. I love the fun facts. I love the numbers. I love to see how many. You know, things are, you know, how many, how many turkey legs, how many cokes. I, I always just, for some reason, I'm always fascinated by that. It just speaks to the sheer volume of people that go to Disney, and it's always amazing to me. And that would be the section your brother would read and claim he read the book. Yes. Actually, he wouldn't even read the whole thing. He'd just uh, read the I mean, numbers and then the word after it. There's yeah. a Mickey pretzel fact in there. Just He'd for find that. Ooh, I'll have to look at that one. Yeah. Fun fact. Aaron loves fun facts. Yes. <laughs> All right, you got any more there? I have one last one. How long did it take to write? Um, I think it was roughly a month, give or take. Um, it was basically the month of December last, not the, you know, it was December of 2018. I basically wrote that in the month of December. And then by putting everything together and cover and illustration, I think the book was released in February. So it was a pretty quick turnaround. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's down to a, down to a science at this point for me to pump these out. And let's talk about the cover for a second. Now, the illustrator is Rob, and I'm not sure how to pronounce his last Yo. name. Yo. Yo, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. But he's yeah. on Twitter. He's a good follow on Twitter as well. Just a lot yeah. of great um, Disney illustrations. I love that the Jungle Cruise boat um, made it into the cover of your book. That's right. my personal favorite. Listen, I... Rob always has he he did the the cover for the wonders of Walt Disney World. Mm -hmm. Rob's amazing. I mean, he is just absolutely amazing and I literally tell him very little about what I want and I basically let him run wild. The only thing I said to him I said I want Walt and Roy in the front and I want them pointing backwards like you know sort of proud and showing what they developed, what they created. I said that's all you know that's all I could that's all I have in my mind and the rest of it he came up with. Even if you look down on the ground there's a hidden Mickey there between the two of yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, yep. he's, Rob's just brilliant. And he did all the illustrations as well. And Aaron, where can people find this book? Uh, Barnes and Noble. Um, basically everywhere books are, anywhere you can buy a book, the, the, that book's available. Barnes and Noble, Amazon. Um, it's an ebook. It's also on Audible. I think it's probably about a 45 minute or an hour listen on audible.com. Um, you name it, it's, it's out there. You can probably go to Walmart, Target, 
um, and you know, Target.com, Walmart.com. It's, it's just about everywhere. And Doug, awesome. are we going to find it on our link on our website? Yeah, yeah. I'll there we go. Good. There. They're perfect. Get it on there. So our website, www.ropedroppers.com, will have a link, and then that supports Aaron and the show. We get like ten cents. Yeah. Listen, that book's like five forty nine. That's about what I make too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we get like two cents. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, we have no idea what we actually make from Amazon. So there you go. Excellent questions, Samantha. So now we're going to transition into some other quarantine Disney reading. And um, what other books, Aaron, do you suggest for our readers? Um, I really like. It, it's kind of um, it's Disney centric, but there's more there's more to the story it's it's robert sherman's biography it's called moose m-o-o-s-e um and it's it sort of like flies under the radar i guess at least for disney folks it's an incredible incredible book you you know you, you hear a lot about you read a lot about you know his time at the studio his time with walt his time with you know creating the wonderful songs that they created um and i think it's sort of one of the lesser known disney books out there that people you know should definitely grab it's it's a it's a pretty dense book it's pretty thick and it's you know covers his whole life um it's just an awesome book really good read and the other book i really love is is the raleigh crump book it's with jeff heinbuck uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a cute story I, I know most people probably a lot of people know that book um it's 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 one of my favorites who doesn't love raleigh crump i don't know i don't yeah, know right Sam, do you know? I don't know who Raleigh Crump is. Really? Oh, Doug. I, make the purchase. I, we'll make the purchase um, after I make a link on WDW Rope Droppers. And, and then yes. uh, got to buy everything through the links. But, um, yeah, we'll get some books for Samantha. Um, one Bob Disney book was really good, too. FYI. You know, I've been hearing that. I might have to... I might have to read that after I read <laughs> the Disney Brothers, of course. I don't think you'll finish it. I might start it. I, I can start a lot it. of books. I've finished a lot of the books he starts. I still have the the Ben Folds biography to to get through too. I'm not I reading that, that for one Christmas. For you. So one Disney book I have in my hands because I am a tactile person. I need to hold it. Um, is Kingdom Keepers? It's a whole series. Of I've books. read two books. There you go. Um, I read these to the kids when they were younger. Sam, you've read. Most of them? Some of them? No, all of them? No. I don't know where I left off. You've read more than me, which oh, is weird. Because I, mom read them to me and then I read my own books. And I read them to Alden. So I think I'm I'm midway through the fifth book when he like, you know, started reading on his own at bed. Yeah, no. But yeah, the Kingdom Keeper books are cool because um like it's about kids that are holograms that come to life in the parks and fight animatronics. Yeah, Especially I've, Small World. I'm I'm familiar, but I've ne I never I never read the book. I hate it, some. Yeah. It, the premise is is either you go like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, or it's you go the best thing that's... I've ever heard. Yeah, the nighttime in the parks I think captures a lot of imaginations of people. But yeah, it's a small world in the in the first book, Small World and the Splash Mountain scene. Are fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Those there books are wildly too. successful too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. By Ridley Pearson. Yes. For that Kingdom Keepers, whole series, and then he's got a second series, kind of after it. I mean, like the kids end up in the college program, sort of thing, and they take off. They end up on a cruise ship. 
Yeah, that's I was the last book I read all and they were on the dream. Oh, for oh, its huh. inaugural yeah, sailing through the Panama Canal or some fictional thing like that. Like it didn't make sense. But yeah, so that's a series um that's good for parents to read littler kids or your um early middle school readers. Probably fourth would be the youngest. The size of the book would scare them. The size of the book would scare them. So an advanced fourth grader, probably a sixth grader, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a good one. Another one that I've read is older called Reality Land. It's yeah, about the construction book. of Walt Disney World. I'm not sure if it's easy to find, though. I should probably have vetted that first. But that's... Yeah, I think it's still lingering on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. just the detail about moving dirt and unions is yeah. fascinating. I read that whole book. I didn't. Know. Very few books have I read the whole book of. Uh, the Disney Story by Aaron Goldberg. Ooh, ooh, thank you. Hey, I read that one too. There you go. Reality Land. And uh, <laughs> there's others. There's not. There's others. I've read other More books. More chocolate, less you- Samantha, did you finish Black Spire or Black Spire for Black Spire yes, Outpost? I finished all Star Wars books I read. Okay, I'm halfway Black through. Very good. I can't, Very good I can't finish Spire. it. I've been stuck halfway for a while Why can't now. You finish it. The ending is amazing. Okay, looks like you I'm going get to get to back end. to it. Okay, I'll get to the end. <laughs> also, I have to work during the quarantine and you know homeschool three kids with my wife, so it's it's definitely a challenge. They can homeschool themselves. You are more than welcome to come to Lincoln and work with them. Yeah, I'm quarantined. Oh, sure. No, we're done. We're done. Yeah, you're done. Today's 13. Today's 14. By the time this show goes live, you'll be done quarantined. You can come out to Lincoln. I go back to the office tomorrow to do nothing. Um, Wait, Doug, you guys were, you were at Walt Disney World not too long ago, right? When was the last time? We were there when it closed. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 It was, it was interesting. It was definitely, it was kind of one of those like, well, okay, let's go. And then it like, we get down there and a couple days later, it's like, well, okay, we're here. Yeah. It it was weird. Listen, every time, you know, every, I think this summer you and I were in Walt Disney World three or four times at the same time and we never connected. Yeah, it's really hard to meet up with people at Disney World because you'll be in like whole different parks or you can even be in like the same park all day long. And like this is Epcot, you're in Future World, World Showcase, Brother Sides at a dinner. It's crazy. Um, just this last trip we were on, um, Patrick, who was on the show not too long ago, he was down there. and We kept kind of missing each other by an hour. Like, yeah. Four times. It was yeah. crazy. That's, I think I was with you and I. We were yeah. trying to make it work, but just couldn't yeah. get it. I had yeah. a koozie in my pocket, just waiting. So yeah. Shame on me now. It's my yeah. fault. Well, let's just say, June, the parks will be open, Doug. Yes. I'm saying it now. Proclamation. June, the parks will be reopened. We are still going for the Rope Drop Radio trip uh, June 4th through 7th. I don't know. At this point, when the parks open up, Doug, I'd just say we go. Maybe. We just load up the van and head on down yes it could be you, you do have a van to load up right? i do actually have a minivan okay i don't I have, have three kids it's okay uh but yeah we are planning on going for sure in june hopefully the parks are open aaron come with us any of our listeners come with us I'm in. Uh, i am ready for the parks to reopen that's for sure you don't have to ask me twice i'm ready 
Yep. Reading about it is not the same. So, any other book suggestions, or are we ready for the lightning round? Um, I mean, there's a there's there there actually, you know what? There's there's okay. a decent, a pretty good book too. It just came out okay. called Dis Disney's Land. Um, I think it came out last around um, Christmas time. It's Richard Snow, and he wrote. He's a. He's, I think he wrote a few other um, biographies. It escapes me, but um, the book was actually a really good book. Nothing groundbreaking, nothing new, but. I sort of like the way he, you know, he put it together. I actually, he cited me a bunch of times in it too, so that was sort of the reason why I bought it. Well, that's a good reason. Yeah, that's always a great <laughs> yeah. reason. Yeah, I, I popped up in his bibliography, so I was like, okay. If they, if they say Derek Sassman or Rope Drop Radio, I am all about. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A little ego stroke. Yeah. I had to. Yeah, you have to. You have to. So, awesome suggestion. All yes. right. So. Let's move on to the lightning round. The Samantha. lightning round! Yeah, so usually we only do this for first-time guests. So Aaron's done it way back on episode something that a better podcast would remember the episode to say. And then um, Samantha's <laughs> done it before, but you've, you're like three years older now, right? <laughs> and, and more the mature. Shows, yeah. Mm, more rise okay. of cups. She's a teenager now, so no. All right. Anyway... <laughs> Samantha, this is where you answer with your favorite Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, whatever you need to do to answer it. There is no winner or loser, but we do keep scoring laugh. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Favorite Disney movie? Infinity War. Okay, I'm okay with that answer. Are we all accepting that? Yeah, Infinity War. Okay. Favorite character? Mal. Belle, you went with a princess, huh? Yeah, well, she's not like a typical princess. She she's reads, that's better. why. Yes. She reads. Ooh, yep. good observation there, Derek. Look at that. Oh, wow, yes. Similarities. All right, favorite Disney villain? Hades. You Hades. can't pick anyone else. He's yeah. hilarious. He is. he is. Favorite Disney song? Happily Ever After. Good choice. That was my oh. pick as well, yeah. And on our sing-along tonight, that's what we ended with. That was an excellent choice, Derek, to end with that. I think uh, you almost Janelle, have to end with it. But Janelle requested it, so that yeah. goes a shout-out to her. Yeah, I think you almost have to end with that every We might have every to. Sing -along, every yep. sing-along. Let's bring the tears. All right. Favorite Disney park? Hollywood Studios. See how fast she said that? It's real confident yeah. in Hollywood yes. Studios, huh? Yeah. It's, it's going to get better. What about gotta... before Star Wars was open? Was it still uh, Hollywood Studios? No. What park was it before then? Well, I guess it would have to be Magic Kingdom then. Magic Kingdom? Yeah, Magic Kingdom then. All right. So favorite classic attraction? Space Mountain. Okay. Makes yeah, that's classic, right? Yep. Before uh, her, before she was even born. Well, well that's like most of them. <laughs> True story. All right, favorite modern attraction? So I can't decide. It's either Flight of Passage or Rise of the Resistance. Well, you have to decide. This you sound like your mom. No, but she said Flight of Passage. My, oh, Star, okay. my Star Wars side wants Rise of the Resistance, but it's not thrilling enough. So, I don't know. Flight of Passage. Aaron, where do you fall in this debate? Flight of Passage, Rise of the Resistance? Flight of Passage. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm 50-50 still. I have not picked a side yet. I'm right in the middle. 
I'm Rise of the Resistance. I know you are. Yeah, no question. All right, favorite resort? Contemporary. I have since changed my mind from Riverside because it is a long walk and a long bus ride. Oh, you listen to your old lightning round? No, I just remember. Oh, back then we stayed at Moderates a lot more, so that makes sense. Um, Contemporary, like Bay Lake Tower or the, the Tower or the Garden Wing? What part of the contemporary? The one that I've only ever stayed in. You've stayed in Bay Lake Tower. I have. Oh, well, Bay Lake Tower isn't contemporary. True. So okay. Two My bad. I was just making sure in a 14-year-old mind. She is a Disney kid. There are two separate things. Tight ship, man. She's, yeah. she's not right? around. Yeah. She is the rope drop queen's daughter. Right? Most adults don't separate the contemporary and Bay Lake Tower. Like, it's all one yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, so I'm just doing my due diligence as a lightning round aficionator here. Is that a word? No, no. I don't think that's a word. That's why I would fail at Scrabble. Aficionado? If that's like being an expert. I'm the uh, MC. There you go. The, the yeah. monster of ceremonies. Correct. With one eye. All right. Um, favorite counter service restaurant? Columbia Harbor House. Okay. That's good you choice. Get chicken nuggets anywhere like what makes columbia harbor house better the people watching oh okay That's good. yeah the people watching from upstairs yeah okay because honestly you eat chicken nuggets or mac and cheese everywhere so i was kind of not sure how you answer that question yeah it's all the same just it's the experience the experience mm. oh yeah okay favorite table service restaurant ohana yes good choice there are no other choices. And she does not eat chicken nuggets or mac and cheese there, do you? But no, noodles? Lots of noodles? No, I don't eat them. Claire eats her weight in noodles. But what do you eat out I of I eat the my appetizer? weight in chicken. Chicken. Yeah. A lot of chicken. A lot. A lot of chicken. And bread. I still think can't put more chicken down than you, but you did eat a lot of chicken. He was impressed with your bread consumption, though. <laughs> Kent was like, how much butter do you need on that? And you and Claire were like, all the butter. Yeah, that's the only way to go. Yeah. All right. Favorite Disney snack? Crepes from Disneyland Paris. Wow. Wow. Look at her hopping across the ocean for that one. All right. Favorite Disney drink? Um, I can't drink. Well, you don't have... No. like Shakes I, or pop oh, or water. Any kind of drink? Well, I mean, just ice water from Starbucks. I mean, I mean, ice water fountain, is good at any time. No, water fountain, fountain water, water in the Magic Kingdom. Alden has all the fountain waters down. He knows what Magic Kingdom water tastes like. It's not good. Yeah, he's a connoisseur of the water fountains. So, what drink is it? I don't know. The Men I, and Bills Dockside Diner. Oh, that one. There that one's go. the best one. Yes. yes. Same thing as me. She's my daughter. All right, and bucket list item. It's boring, but to go to all the parks because I can't come up with anything else. That's oh no, to go on a double dip. Sorry. Oh, I got that in November. I'll beat you. Yeah, hopefully. over my birthday. Oh, you're more than welcome to come along. I mean, staying. I have to go break. to high school. I'm not allowed. High school is <laughs> overrated. Castaway Key double dips. She'll I'm read saying. more on the cruise than she would read in school. Just saying. Doug, no, you could I'd have read more on the cruise than like all of my classmates combined. I'm thinking a daddy-daughter date. So Doug, you and Sam, and you can join my family, and we finally get that rope drop radio cruise. Aaron, you come along as well. I'm in. All, all right. right. Well, there you go. That is another edition of the lightning round. 
Wonderful. Thank you, Samantha. And uh, Aaron, I want you to take a minute right now and give a shout out to where everyone can find you. Uh, on Twitter, at Aaron H. Goldberg, or go to my website, AaronHGoldberg.com. Um, I think that's that's kind of it. I'm not much on Facebook. And yeah, Twitter is usually where, where you can find me. All right. And definitely, guys, uh, go and check out that book. It's I looked it up. It's like six bucks on Amazon. Doug's going to post a link on our website. It's definitely one. Uh, it sounds like I'm going to get it for sure to read to my kids at night. Doug, you can read it while you're still in quarantine. Maybe. 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 I think right See. now with everyone still social distancing, a good thing to do is read. So I want to challenge all of our listeners to read one book in the next month let us know let and us know. let us know what you read sam's gonna be like i read 19 in that month yeah <laughs> and i read six in a week so yeah, there you go show See, 19 off. a month it happens show off i would also strongly recommend the disney story by aaron it, it's a great book i finished it for crying out loud so that <laughs> means it keeps you reading that's my i start lots of books but I finished the Disney story. It's a page turner. Aaron's other book, what is the title is escaping the, me. The Wonders of Walt Disney World. Yeah, it's, it's basically like, like a like a like a. It's you know, it was originally going to sort of be like my version of a guidebook. We would go park to mm-hmm. park, and I sort of give a lot of trivia, give a lot of backstories, what, give a lot of history. What I really love about that book is that right now, if you're missing the parks, which we all are, every one of us is missing, we're on pins and needles until they reopen. That book is perfect to kind of live vicariously through your words, but enjoy the parks at the same time. Thank you. You feel like you're there. It's like you turn right and you see this. You paint a picture with your words putting you in the park. So if you're really missing the parks... That's the way to go. If you're kind of looking for the more fun read about Disney, the company, then the Disney story is fascinating. If you want to read a book to your kids and learn a little bit, too, about Walt and Roy, then Disney Brothers, it is. You got everything. You got it all. Hashtag pee like Walt or whatever we said. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) It'll be a t-shirt sooner rather than later. Yep. Well, Samantha and Aaron, thank you guys so much for joining us on this show. And Doug, you need to talk about what we're doing. This comes out on Thursday, and we are going to do a virtual trip this weekend. Yes, we are planning a virtual trip where we are uh, flying down to Florida tomorrow or Friday. If you are listening to this on Friday today, hopefully you packed your bags. So we'll have Facebook posts set up and we'll probably involve some twitter but we're virtually going to show our bags packed we're going to talk about our flight we're going to talk about waiting for the magical express and everybody post your pictures so you can find pictures from your last disney trip or your trip five years ago or 10 years ago or in 1971 but we're going to talk about where we rope drop where we're at in the rope drop all the details lots of pictures we're going to virtually go on a trip together this weekend and Wes, I know you're listening to this show, and I saw your giant green screen when we were doing the sing-along today. I'm going well, to... that was Keenan. Oh, is that Keenan? Sorry, I didn't... I, I can't... Out I'm from a world. distance. Okay. You but, were dancing. I was dancing and singing. Sorry, it was Keenan. Uh, I'm going to bring out my giant green screen, and I'm going to do something with the Disney uh, trip. And so I challenge you to see what you can do with your green screen versus mine. So that's what I'm going to be working on. 
uh, this week sometime for sure. Yeah, Keenan, part of our world podcast. Yeah, he had the green screen game strong. He was on he it. every song. Yes, it was awesome. So well done there. And then uh, that is it for this. But we want to thank our sponsors, of course, Michelle McKnight, who is booking trips all through the fall because the parks will be reopened. Everyone's going to need a trip. If you're listening to this right now, you need a Walt Disney World or Disneyland or Disney Cruise, maybe all of the above vacation. So contact Michelle right now. Get on the books. Get your ADRs going. Uh, because I'm pretty sure, Doug, when the parks reopen, everyone is going to be beelining there ASAP. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And we're going to be there in June. Yes. Right? Yes. Thank you. And yeah. everyone's going to be with us. And then, Absolutely. And then also, if you're looking at cruises, you need to check out backtothemouse.com. And Joe has got a lot of great posts going on right now. And it's going to be really great once the cruises are going again. And ah, just, I really can't wait for this double dip. And I'm really sad that Sam's not going to be there with us, Doug. I think you should take her. And I think Joe should come from backtothemouse.com. And we should get one really cool group trip going. We should. And Joe has great articles about staterooms with tons of pictures. So if you've booked a different type of stateroom category, you can go to his site and you can see what your stateroom is going to look like. And it's not the same. Like when you just Google it, Like the same 20 pictures from Disney comes up over and over and over and over and over. So his site's a good insight into your staterooms for sure. Exactly. So thank you guys both for sponsoring the show. That is all the time we have because we need to get to our Patreon show because we have nine new Patreons that we need to give uh, shout out to and shows to. And so we are going to record that here in a minute. So if you want to become a, a part of that amazing community, you need to visit our show notes, our uh, Patreon show website. Everything is in there. Follow us at Rope Drop Radio. But that is it. So for Samantha, Doug, and Aaron, I'm Derek. Take some time, read a book over this quarantine, wash your hands. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.